So, um, real quick, I got a, I got a half joke for you. All right. What's the different? What's uh? What do Sonny and Hulk Hogan have in common? <laughs> oh, oof. Is it a hard R? It's a hard R, and they will never be on AEW television. As I said, it's a half joke. And neither will Linda Hogan. I found that not super surprising, but like, I just, like, I, it took me a minute because, like, well, first off, welcome to the National Disasters of Wrestling Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Don. Um, if you didn't see fucking Linda Hogan was talking about the riots and shit on Twitter and said how it was mostly uh, Afro black people or something like that. What what was it? You I sent you the tweet. All right, let me find it because I have it right here. Because well, I don't even want to repeat it. But she made oh, an yeah. she she made a insinuation about what kind of black people were looting and rioting. And Tony Khan responded with, uh, "This is why." Along with your husband, you will never be. You are banned from AEW w events. Yeah, and I was just like, "Why is Hogan banned?" And like, and then, it took me a minute. I was just like, "Oh, yeah." You're like, "Oh, he's banned from his previous comments because, unlike WWE, Tony Khan doesn't forgive yeah. or forget." Yeah. Which all props to him because, like. It, you know, I know, I I understand that people like Titus O'Neil and you know a couple other people were able to forgive um, Hogan, and you know they're more in in uh, in the capacity to forgive him, and because you know that's the community that he they're part of the community that he hurt, but just I don't trust Hogan at all. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna apologize in advance if there's a lot of noise in the background. Um, couple reasons. I live in the city of Chicago mm-hmm. and there are helicopters pretty much flying over my house nonstop. Yeah, we, we've discussed this before. Uh, we The way we record this podcast, we're able to do it through the magic of modern technology. Uh, uh, Donald lives in Chicago. I live in uh, LA County in California and um, if you know if you're watching the news um, which if you aren't how um, but you know the the riots and protests in Chicago have been a tad bit more violent than the ones in in LA um, so, unfortunately, so, so so I'm fortunate in the and kind of privileged in that, like, there have been protests around my house and my area, and they're starting to There's, like, more protests growing in my, you know, the areas that I live and the areas that I uh, facilitate the most. Um, but, you know, Donald has really been in the shit of it. Like, it's fucking... I can't, I can't imagine... In the... How you're feeling, dude? You, we were just talking about this before we started recording. Homeboy is going on four hours. Yeah, I'm, I've in the past since Saturday, I've probably had a total of ten hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been hectic, crazy, chaotic. Uh, you could probably hear in the background that there are cop cars that are going off like every minute. Yeah. Not not even every two minutes, every minute. Yeah. So it's been hectic, chaotic. Uh, the police helicopters are all over my neighborhood. Um. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, my former job was looted. Was looted or. Well, let, let me talk about my two former jobs. Uh, so when, my most recent former job was looted five times. If I'm not mistaken, it was four to five times over the span of 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes me upset is the company, the, pre, 
the company that I, I just recently left two months ago or a month and a half ago for. So yeah. the company I left a month and a half ago, they, what pisses me off is uh, they knew what's going on. They knew the store was looted the night, like on Saturday, Saturday night they knew the store was looted. And forever, whatever reason, whatever reason someone, in, I'm assuming in corporate or in someone high up, decided it was smart to, I'm assuming to capitalize on the businesses that are closed, mm-hmm. and, you know, to stay open, which endangered the lives of many of my former coworkers and you know, it, they put profitability over over person safety, over people yeah. safety. Yeah. So they endangered the lives of my former coworkers and my friends. Um, and, you know, subsequently, the store got looted with my former coworkers and my, my friends in there. Mm-hmm. And you know that that was a that's a situation that could have been easily avoidable. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's really like. First off, I think they got what they deserved. Me personally, uh, fuck your job, fuck your old job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel terrible for your employees, uh, for your former co, your friends, and your old coworkers because they didn't deserve that. Like shame on them for like what everybody's been saying, putting profit and um, material possessions over the, the well-being of humans. Uh, my job currently, uh, we are not. Luckily, there hasn't been. Well, I shouldn't say luckily, but there hasn't been protests around where I work yet. I mean, there are, but they're not like near near work. But like. We've been closing early, but they still have us, like, stay until the original time, which I'm just like, that's kind of backwards ass. Like, how, what kind of fucking thinking is that? Like, like, that's backwards. Like, we literally only, like, we left literally a half an hour early. And that's it. I was just like, what the fuck? So why are we closing early in the first place then if you, if you just want to still get your money? And like, and it's just like, oh, well, we want you to prepare for the ne- like, you know, we want the next day to be ready. It's just like, well, bitch, okay, so do you want us to be okay, or do you want us to still keep things status quo? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is, well, corporate is just like, does corporate not watch the fucking news? The, the district manager not understand that, like, oh, well, you know, the store, everything in the store can be replaced, but our fucking employees can't. Like, yeah. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's what I'm, so I'm just pissed. It's fucking stupid. Um, but, thank, but thankfully, you didn't have to be there. That's all I'm, I, I'm, that's all I'm thinking I mean, for. yeah, I look at it as a blessing because I, I mean, I quit my job. I quit my job amidst the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, so I'm not collecting unemployment. I'm not collecting unemployment. I'm pretty much fucked. Yeah for lack of a better term. So if you guys are listening and you want to start a GoFundMe, go, go, go for it. Cause you know, you're like, I'll need it. It's getting, uh, with, it's getting a little tough, but. Actually, well, I mean, like maybe, I don't know if you, if you do truly want to go fund me, but if you want to throw your cash app fucking name out there, like, you know, we we really haven't made any sort of money from this podcast at all. No, we do not. Uh, we, and, we, that's, and, and that's fine because we do this for fun. Yeah. Um, but if you wanted to throw Donald some some dollars to not have him shake his ass, uh, please go ahead. Would be greatly appreciated. Just DM me on uh, Twitter. That too. Wait, are you asking for donations or are you asking for nudes? Because you can't eat off of nudes. Like, if you're trying to get people to slide into your DMs, this is really a weird way to do it. <laughs> you're just like, I haven't eaten in three days, but goddamn, do I need a titty? <laughs> like, come on, dude. I mean, I've been living on, you know, I've been living on what I have in my savings and what, you know, 
Mm-hmm. So I've been pretty good so far, but it's, I mean, it, got to get working soon. That's all I guess. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. For two reasons, because, you know, money doesn't last forever, and B, like, I'm bored. He's already tried using his left hand, and he's already bored of it. Yep. Try using your feet, your own feet on you. Just really, just, like, really, like, get in there. Just You must think either I'm extremely flexible or my dick is super huge. Neither it's, of which is true. It's, not the, it's definitely not the latter. <laughs> like, I've, I've heard people having to, you know, grab some tongs and have to grab it out before they use it. Just It's like one so, of those things, it's like one of those things you have to coax out. It's just like, come here, little guy, come here, it's okay. So, one of the reasons why I left my former job was I didn't feel... I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel safe there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel safe in the place where you work, you know, it's it's definitely time to go. Mm-hmm. Um, during my tenure there, I was assaulted mm-hmm. twice. Assaulted twice. Uh, the first time, the first time, it was during a robbery inside the store. Yeah. And uh, the robber tore my rotator cuff in my shoulder. Um, the second time was the day after Christmas in 2018. And the uh, reason why I say this one is because uh, I was just recovering from an injury from a being hit by a truck just a few months prior. So I was on my second to the last day of physical therapy. And uh, this angry customer slammed a shopping cart into my hip. Mm. Now, you, you wouldn't think that's too much of a thing, but we have like these big bulky metal shopping carts that are like super hard mm-hmm. um, and when you factor that in with I was just finishing going over an injury yeah like it literally re-aggravated my injury so you know twice I've been assaulted in, in that place um, with the recent coronavirus pandemic I don't think the company I was working for was doing enough Enough, you know. and at that point, I had just had enough of everything. Mm-hmm. So, it was like eighty-six. Like, oh yeah, fuck them totally. I was like eighty-six, and I'm really glad that I did leave because I typically would work on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So, if you know, I was like, if I if I had still been there I probably would have been working that day yeah and that would have been me and I would have been a bendejo because you know I I I have a you know when I go into you know fight or flight mode I go I always choose fight of course so it would have been you know bad on it would have been bad for me yeah Um, just real quick, because we're technically not News Network, but we technically are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this on your phone right now. Uh, they're charging the other three officers that killed George Floyd. Oh, wow. So I'm going to read this straight from CNN. Uh, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison is increasing charges against former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin to second-degree murder in George Floyd's death and also charging the other three officers involved in the incident. Uh, yeah. Good. So after, you know, almost a week of protests and looting and riots. And civil unrest. Yeah, they've just been fine. They're just like, okay, well, we'll charge these guys now. And oh, look, we're, look, look, where the, look what we found. More charges for a better charge for a homie that killed George Floyd. Like, He's not a homie. He's a dick. Um, I just got fantastic fucking news. 
What? My uh, my favorite Mexican restaurant, you know, the place by my house. Me, sure. I said the place that has the best burritos in Chicago. They've been closed. The, pl- the-, the place that the place that you never you didn't take me to. Yeah. 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 yeah that place. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, um, they've been so they've been closed throughout the whole coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. And uh, now they are finally opening on June eighth. Nice. So good for them. I'm like, oh. This is like finally a good fucking burrito. Yes. Finally, I don't have to make my own burritos anymore. Yeah, you don't. Uh, you you shouldn't have to do that to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Did Did you see? Did I send you pictures of my burritos that I made? Yeah, I mean, there's just something about us that we don't know how to fucking uh, roll burritos for yeah. some reason. Yeah. We are the worst Mexicans when it comes to I don't get it. Mexican men yeah. don't know how to fucking roll their own burritos. What the fuck? You asked me to roll a joint, I can get you covered, but... Hey, if you want uh, 500 pieces of uh, of chicken, of hot spicy chicken strips, they're $600 right now. What? Uh, doesn't like really sound re- like a deal, though. There's this... There's some reason they're showing me... Uh, You froze in there. I guess catering stuff, and I'm just like, I just want a pizza and a things dog. Like, I don't need 350 hot wings for 419 dollars. 400? Wait, 350? 350 for 415 dollars. Yeah, that's not that's not a deal. Oh God, no. Yeah. That's um, that's some serious markup. That's some serious. Um. What else do you want to talk about? Because um, we're, we're kind of, so what we're trying to do um, every once in a while, especially during this time, I think we tried it a while ago when the whole uh, COVID thing started. Um, but we're going to do every once in a while an episode that's not necessarily wrestling related. Like we're not going to review a show. We're not going to talk about shit. Uh, you I, know, I mean, also like I didn't watch Raw this past week because – my my city's on fire. Yeah, there's more important things than watching Nia Jax, you know, bust open Kyrie Sane. Yep. Um, my city's on fire, so I can't really can't. Uh, Raw was not important to me. Um, I tuned out of SmackDown pretty convincingly. Um, you know what? I want to rant about this a bit because. Oh, yeah, do it, because I, we didn't talk about this. Yeah, we didn't talk about this. Um, and you know what? That feels so long ago, too. It really does. It, it's really... That was that, not even a week ago. Not even a full week ago, and it's, it feels like it was forever and a half. But, uh, so, this past Friday on SmackDown, they ran an angle which was in bad taste for several reasons. Mm-hmm. Um... Mm-hmm. One of which, so they ran an angle where somebody had hit Elias with a car. They found a bottle of booze. They found the registration stuff for Jeff Hardy in the vehicle. And Jeff Hardy was like, I guess they found him in like a bush area. Mind you, they also have like quote unquote police officers doing this. Mm. And, uh, they, you know, went to go pick up Jeff Hardy and they went to go pick up Jeff Hardy and, you know, take him to go, you know, get be investigated and yada, yada, yada. And they said that, you know, he, sm- he smelled like liquor. He smelled like booze, you know. And uh, they basically ran this whole angle throughout the night of where, you know, Seamus and was talking about, oh, you know, how he fell off the wagon, blah, 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 blah. It was distasteful in so many different ways because, you know, given Jeff Hardy's substance abuse history mm-hmm. and his recovery history, yeah, you know, that alone is pretty fucking bad because I myself have, you know, I myself have my issues with substance abuse. I don't think we've talked about it on the show. You know, yeah, we haven't, we haven't really talked about it on the show. Um, you know, I, I have had my issues with substance abuse in the past. 
Um, I've been clean and sober for over a year and a half now. And actually, wait, wait, I got to check my, because uh, I think today's uh, anniversary date. So Anniversary of what? Or I think today's one of my milestones, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I was about to say, your anniversary came out like in January. No, my anniversary, my sober anniversary is uh, October a year. Oh, that's right, October, yeah. I remember it being in the fall. Same day as my birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, the last time I had alcohol was, the last time I had a drink or anything like that was October 18th, 2018. Um, it's been 593 days since, you know, I've been sober. And, you know, one year, seven months, 15 days. So watching the, you know, that angle was hard for me because, you know, in these times, like in these very strange times, people who have histories of substance abuse and people who, you know, are in recovery are trying to recover from their addictions. You know, these are some of the hardest times that they've been facing like I mean I I like I was fine with you know out drinking for up until you know the pandemic started and you know then it's like I get cravings now I have cravings because I'm stressed Uh but you know it's for the rest for WWE to kind of like pull that storyline it was just very, very distasteful, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but, you know, you have the whole, you know, you have this whole thing kind of play out like an episode of Cops. And when, mind you, this was on Friday. This was on Friday. They, at this point, on Friday, a lot of Minneapolis was, you know, just in complete chaos and cities were starting to become unhinged. Yeah. So to open up a segment featuring, you know, police officers or anything like that, just again, felt like another distasteful thing to me. Like, you probably could have edited that out. You could have you could have scrapped that whole opening segment, um, and just uh, do an explainer. You know, you could have had they could have vo- did voiceovers, everything like that. Because mind you, this was filmed on Tuesday. This was filmed on Tuesday of last week. Yeah. So they could have done some voiceover work or something like that to kind of like fill in the blanks of everything else. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just my two cents on it. Yeah, like you said, um, you know, thinking of your, you know, your struggles with um, substance abuse and being sober and then seeing what they did to Jeff Hardy and just, again, insinuating... Not using his past and you know in order to use the storyline, um, but also to kind of you know make us think that he relapsed and kind of use that as like a as like not only are you doing like oh this person relapsed you're also doing junk driving which is also yeah really um, you know really distasteful I mean yeah. Especially like, for wait, especially for an organization who donates money to Mad, and like the payoff to this was that he obviously wasn't driving. Uh, he, he was later. It was ended up like, or they didn't even straight out say it, but it's insinuated that it was Seamus who framed him. Yeah. Um. And, like, I don't, like, obviously, you know, Jeff had to uh, agree to it, probably. Um, and that's on him, on how he wants to recognize and use his struggle with sobriety, because that is his struggle. 
um, with substance and sobriety. Um, but just overall, like whoever thought of that, that was extremely distasteful. And I don't think it need to be, I didn't think it needed to be uh, used for a storyline like that. Yeah. Um, and just like, I thought, again, like it's kind of tone deaf with all the stuff with police brutality and stuff like that. Like, I thought that's what they're originally going to go to. Cause when you said, I think you sent me a screenshot or somebody sent me a screenshot of just like cops. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Cops around Jeff Hardy. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I sent you the video shot of that. And I was just like, I was like, so I'm like, they, and as soon as the opening segment start started and I see, I didn't know where they were going to go with the drunk thing first. Yeah. But like you know, as soon as they open up the thing and you see cops and everything like that, and I'm just like, so have they not been watching the news? I'm like, I yeah. know Vince McMahon doesn't watch movies, but uh, I'm like, but you know, I would think someone would have told him. I think someone, I I would have thought someone would have gone up to him and say, hey, uh, Vince, I don't think we should be doing this angle right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why, like, why nobody, why nobody stopped him and thought like, oh, this is probably not the way to go right now. Like, especially with everything going on, and then, and then, and then, fucking like four days after that, you know, they finally put up a image on their Twitter, oh yeah, and Instagram, I assume, about how they are against racial inequality and yada 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 and it's just like okay well let's see you've had racists in your company before uh you did cast out a racist but for like three years until he was just like brother i'm sorry um i didn't know i was being recorded um brother don't work yourself into a shoot brother jack dude like and then you have what like three known racists including him in your hall of fame and you are you you are a part you were your wife was a part of trump's cabinet yeah and like you're obviously a trump supporter but like you know you're trying to say your company is is against racial inequality but like your pro your programming doesn't show it you can't take the high, moral high ground when your wife still when your wife is in charge of a super PAC for Trump. Yeah. Just plain and simple. You can't take the moral high ground when your sixty year old boss looks at John Cena and says, What's good, my N word? Oh yeah. Even with, exactly. the, even with the A. Even yeah. with the A. Like, that doesn't make it any better. You can't, you know, take the moral high ground when your your marketing team or whoever designs the shirts makes a really racist shirt yeah. and doesn't see it. You can't, yeah, you can't take the moral high ground when you have a, when you have, when you make a shirt for an African-American wrestler who's shirt is basically a black t-shirt with a red lip smile and his name as teeth I'm trying to think of other ones I know there's a lot like, like there's so many well you can't take the moral high ground so here's the thing about Hulk Hogan they brought Hulk Hogan back slowly very and very slow yeah yeah so the way they brought him back you was, can't i'm sorry wait no go on go on i'll, I'll remember it, but go on sorry the way they brought hogan back was they brought him back to through the saudi arabia shows mm-hmm. and then it wasn't until mean gene oakland passed away that they brought him back onto onto tv mm-hmm. and that was only because you know if it was the passing of mean gene they thought it was going to be they figured that would be an easy transition to bring him back into tv one might have to think that they, no, I'm kidding. And yeah. Uh no, yeah, it's 
you know, they saw an opportunity and they took it. And obviously he got uh, a somewhat decent um, um, reaction when he came back. Uh, and so obviously they're like, okay, well, then everybody's okay to have him back. Um, and, you know, he's, he's, he should not be back still, in my personal opinion. You can't take the moral high ground when you have a team of Mexican wrestlers come out on lawnmowers. Fucking yes. You know, you can't take the moral high ground when you when your initial thought of three of, of a trio of three really talented African-American men, like your idea for them includes them clapping, preaching, and being happy no matter what, even after talking about how they've been held down and everything. You can't play moral high ground when you had Kareem White. Yeah, that one was weird. That was super fucking racist as fuck. You can't have the moral high ground when you repackage one of your wrestlers as Kung Fu Naki. You cannot have the moral high ground when you repackage one of your wrestlers as Samba Simba. You cannot play the moral high ground when you have an angle that's choppy choppy pee pee. You cannot have the moral high ground when you bring back Albert, but call him Lord Tensai. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Wait, you cannot claim the moral high ground when you've had Muhammad Hassan. Muhammad Hassan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was built for failure. Yeah. Um, you cannot... I mean, it's not... Maybe, maybe it's not moral high ground i mean i mean it's still more it's not it's not racially like you know involved but like you can't have the moral high ground when for like 10 years you had ron panties matches yeah you cannot claim the moral high ground when you've had jbl chasing down illegal immigrants oh my fucking god i forgot about that you're welcome oh my fucking god that's right and I remember being like, I remember, well, I was like 12, 13 when that shit happened. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Wait, you cannot claim the moral high ground when you've had DX and blackface. Okay, that one is a tiny bit different because nobody, from what I understand, nobody in the, in the, in the nation had a problem with it. Like, yeah, it's tone deaf. It really is. I'm not saying there's not a problem. Like, there's no problem with it. I'm just, I can't tell. I can't say that n- nobody was offended that watched it. But, you know, I, that table for three, they were just like, oh, no, we understood. Like, this isn't something. But then again, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just to have the company save face. I have no idea. I know that they're all okay with it, but still. Yeah, it's not, it's not something that, you know, again, yeah, they don't speak for all African-Americans and everything like that. So if, even if they were okay with it, doesn't mean every other people. Okay, so you, you have a point there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's not good. You, um, you cannot claim the moral high ground when you had high, Lars Sullivan. Ooh. You cannot claim the, high, the, high, the moral high ground when you have Jackson Riker. Oof. Oof. He's... So far, Shit's Creek Paddle right now. He is going to be featured endeavored at some point. Uh, like the moment that they can get rid of him, he's going to be super featured. I'm surprised. I'd be surprised if he if he works SmackDown and his tag team partners decide to work with him. Like I understand they'll have to do it, you know, out of you know professionalism, but like I I, I wouldn't blame them for putting their foot down. Um. God, I tried to go, go, wait, wait, wait. You want to know what's the first thing that pops up when I Google WWE racist history? Hogan? Yep. 
uh, or Sonny. Not, not, not just like, you know, articles about Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's Wikipedia page. Oh, God bless. God bless. God bless the internet sometimes. You cannot have the moral high ground when you bury not only like your dead competition's top champion, but your dead competition's top champion who's a person of color. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's, there's a lot of just like unsettling over undertones about Hunter and Booker T at WrestleMania 19. Like, it's that whole WCW dominance. And then just like, you're doing all this, you know, this whole, these promos and just, you know, backstory, bringing up Booker T's past. And then it's just like, he doesn't get the cathartic victory at WrestleMania. Because why? Because he was WCW. Yeah. But that's the key word was, was. It was like you at have, that point he was already an established WWE star, and he was, you know, he was respected, yeah, and he was a loyal, he was a loyal employee, and like yeah, he kind of messed up when you know he hurt Austin, but like you know he made it up to Austin. That was between him and Austin. Um. <sighs> God, there's. Is that? I mean, that cannot be all of them, but I mean, there's so many that that's so much as it is. But it's it's a it's a lot, and one is one too many. But like, I feel like we should call them out for it because, like, you know, again, like, look at I forgot the whole JBL chasing fucking you know illegal immigrants or people trying to cross the border. Yeah, that that is like super fucking racist. I mean. Like I remember on that time I stopped watching WWE for a while because I was like I was like what the fuck? I was like what the fuck? Like, you know, you're now like, oh, now we're gonna go after Mexicans on TV? Get the fuck out of here. You cannot claim them go on. Here's the thing, even though you know, even though wrestling like we all know wrestling's fake. Like, let's let's be real. Choreographed. Storylines are choreographed. Outcomes are predetermined. You know. But when you're... This was around the time of SmackDown on, you know, UPN and things like that. Uh And, uh, you know, this is basically on national TV for the most part. And you're going to run... A storyline where this white Texas millionaire this this new this person that's that's supposedly Texas but also New York yeah yeah to have that to have you know him chase down illegal immigrants was fucking distasteful as fuck and you know it it promotes. Like for it promotes hate, uh-huh. and it shouldn't be that way. Uh-huh. Now back to Jackson Riker. He is fucked when his even his own teammates are like even in Forgotten Sons are distancing themselves from him. Uh-huh. So Jackson Riker on Monday tweeted out. Thank you for the POTUS we have. God bless America, built on freedom, forgotten no more, which is his catchphrase. And then, uh, literally, yeah, which is yeah, which is their team's catchphrase, yeah. Yeah. So he got chewed out from everybody, even fucking Caleb Braxton, who's the sweetest. The sweetest person ever. Yeah. So Caleb Braxton said, the moment you sign up to be on social media platform, you gain a large responsibility. So thank you thank you for, to all using the platform to spread love and acceptance. Those spreading the wrong message of hate and ignorance, I hope you soon realize 
where you're failing. Um, Mustafa Ali tweeted, who's also remind remind you, Mustafa Ali is a former Chicago police officer. Oh, oh wait, what? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful you posted this because now I'm aware where you stand. When when black brothers and sisters are crying, you praise someone that refuses to acknowledge their hurt. Uh, Ricochet tweeted, I get you're a quote-unquote bad guy on TV, and I'm hoping that's all this this is. Even then, this ain't it. But if this is actually your true thoughts, I'd be really sad, man. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn, life is built on oppression. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Owens basically told him to go fuck himself. Yeah. And then Kevin uh, Owens was Kevin Owens' response to my favorite. Yeah, Kevin Owens was, was one of my favorites. Yeah, I don't have it pulled up, but uh, Steve Cutler his are. All right, here you go. Here goes Kevin Owens. The freedom you speak of entitles you to speak your mind all you want. I'm not here to argue with that. I just really need you need to tell you that you think that I think you're pushing your shitty wrestling catchphrase mm-hmm. is all that's happening is absolutely fucking pathetic. Good night. And like you can't even like blame this on like, oh this is heel work. It's just like okay, well even if it was is this really the right time to fucking do that? Yeah. Uh, Steve Cutler, who is uh, part of Forgotten Sons, tweeted out, although I'm part of a tag team while I wrestle, I am my own person and my own thoughts and beliefs. It pains mm-hmm. me to see what's going on in the world. I fought, I fought for the freedom of our country and all the people who live here. It shouldn't matter your race, however you identify. We are all human beings. And we all deserve to be equal. Hashtag justice for for George Floyd. Regardless mm-hmm. of my political views, I'm not blighted to injustices that continue in this world. I have chosen to stay silent because I don't know how to put in, into words the heartbreak I feel watching what's going on across the country. Mm-hmm. This is not this is not what I fought for or what I believe America is. What I've liked and retweeted depicts otherwise. I wanted to take this time to express my feelings, and silence does. Silence does not help the situation. I understand. I understand. I understand that I will never understand. However, I stand. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Good. Um, now, it gets even worse for Jackson Riker though, because uh, someone dug up. Oh God, yeah. This is why. This is probably why he's going to get future endeavored. Oh, totally. So, also, uh, kudos to Pete Dunn for raising twenty thousand euros for Black Lives Matters. I'm going to get a shirt, but I'm already. I already missed the deadline, so. Yeah. So, I'm trying to find my article. Um, da, 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 da. I'm trying to pull this up and I'm not having any luck. Oh, also, uh, fuck Tammy Lynch. Sunny? Sunny. Fuck Tammy yeah, we, Lynch. Yeah, we, we mentioned this at the beginning of the show. Well, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but Sammy, um, Tammy Lynch, Sonny, has expressed that um, how her distaste for, um, you know, uh, black men. Yeah. And people started really just getting on her about it. And, like, he has not responded well. Um, like, at all. Uh, but that's not expect. That's not unexpected because she's uh, always kind of been a piece of trash. She's a piece of trash person. She's just. Oh, she's always been nothing but garbage. And uh, you know, fuck her. WWE should take back her 
So WWE should rescind her Hall of Fame status because. Hey, if they're not going to rescind Trump's, they're not going to rescind hers. Yeah, that's true. If they didn't rescind Hogan's, they're not going to rescind hers. Oh, uh, Rob Gronkowski is officially released from WWE. Um, real quick, I want to. Um, I just want to shout out a wrestler who I didn't know about, but who has been on Instagram sharing a bunch of information and calling out just a bunch of ridiculous shit as far as politicians and just people online who are doing stupid shit. Uh, his name is Anthony Idol. Uh-huh. He's a professional wrestler in Los Angeles. And I didn't know this at all. He has a pro wrestling tease, obviously pro wrestling tease.com slash neon phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, he apparently is gaining a really big following, especially from, uh, you know, uh, actual wrestling figures like uh, Danny Cage, Taylor Hendricks, Carl Anderson. Um, and I think, you know, he needs to be followed. He is, um, he's, he's, like I said, he's doing a really good job on commenting and, you know, calling people out on their bullshit. So his ad is Anthony Idol on Twitter. Um, and go support him because you know he is one of our. He's one of the. He is one of our own. Uh, he is a, a. You know. I mean, I shouldn't really say that because we're not wrestlers, but like you know, he is. He is part of the business that we love, and I think uh, somebody who's not willing to speak out and use their platform should be, um, should be uh, raised up. Um. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dave Batista also said some stuff about. Dave Batista said some stuff about Jackson Riker. Where he's just, oh yeah. He's like, you know, he's like, if you, he's like, if you, basically called him a piece of shit, and was like, if you want to fight me, we know enough of the same people, where you can find me. President Trump tried to register to vote in Florida using an out-of-state address via Washington Post. Wait, what was it? President Trump tried to register to vote in Florida using an out-of-state address. Dumbass. Oh, I'm so fucking... I'm so fucking... I can't wait. I cannot wait for... uh... I really, really cannot wait for just his... Oh, by the way, fuck Drew Brees. Who? Fuck Drew Brees. Who the fuck's Drew Brees? He's a quarterback for the Saints. Uh, what do you say? Uh, give me one second because uh, okay. I, I, I had it. While you do that, I, I'm going to pull... I have this pulled up. The Facebook post in which uh, Jason Riker... Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. So someone posted this, you know, screenshot from Jason Riker's uh, personal Facebook page where he said, pretty touchy, this is his exact words, pretty touchy subject, but the whole, all this Black Lives Matter garbage baffles me. I challenge anyone of color or race to go watch 12 Years a Slave, the movie, and realize how good you actually have it. Learn, learn heritage, Christ, Gandhi, Buddha, they all taught love and caring for others. This is getting out of hand. I pray for this nation daily. Mm. Fuck Jackson Riker. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a douche. I'm trying to find his exact quote. Oh, he said, uh, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag. When asked about the prospect of NFL players kneeling next year, he said, I will never agree with anybody. I'm sorry, this is Drew Brees. Um, He said, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or a country. Let me just, let me just tell what I see or what I feel. Then the national anthem was played. And when I was, and when I look at the flag of the United States, wait, what? That was weird. Okay. Uh, I envision my two grandfathers who fought in this country during World War II, one in the army and one in the Marine Corps both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag, singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. Is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. 
Everything that you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart. It, 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 shows like, it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better and that we all are part of a solution. Which is very, just very dumb thinking because, like, again, like, it's when they, when these players kneel, they're showing their, um, not distrust, but, you know, their lack of, oh, fuck, how do I put this? Oh, um, they show that they don't agree with that, what the song and that flag stands for. Um, like they they're protesting to make people aware why they're you know that kneeling makes people aware like okay why are they kneeling like oh they're they're kneeling because of this because of that like you know it's to make their their voices heard in a peaceful you know way that will gain of a bunch of attention and just doing that just that act of peaceful process seems to set a lot of people off because like, Oh, like this isn't the way to do it. Okay. Well, what's the way to do it? If you don't want people out on the streets making their voice heard, if you don't want people calling you out or calling out, you know, um, senators and, you know, people in power, then, you know, why can't we do this, this small act of protest and it's just like well it's disrespectful you know what's more even even more disrespectful is the lack of um the lack of regard for the lives of of black people who have been so you sorry know, about that i heard uh as we were, you were talking i heard a something go poof outside well that's always fun and uh had to check like out uh, like to see what that was and Thank God it wasn't anything serious. Everything good? So everything's good? Yeah, everything's good. It was UPS dropping off a package. Just very loudly? Yeah. They threw it, well, they threw it over our gate because our gate's locked. Oh, okay. So, but I, I, like for a second there, like all I heard was, poof. And I was like, uh, fuck. Yeah, let's see. This is the uh, heightened sense of like this is the heightened sense of you know paranoia we have right now, and it's it's justified. Um, what I was trying to say that I what I was trying to say while I was really tripping over my words and just a lot of us and ums and it's just like. It's like people like this, like you're just like try to use their their ancestors and shit like that, or you know their old family members who passed already. It's just like, oh well, you know they fought for our country. Okay, well they fought for your country in order for people to speak whatever the fuck they wanted to say. You know, wanted to say. You know, I mean, they fought for their right to protest however they feel is necessary and that's a very like that's one of the most peaceful ways of protesting is simply just kneeling because it sends a message it sends a powerful message without even having to say a word yeah and like you know what again like think about what your grandfathers fought against they fought against fascism if we can't make if any if people can't make their voices heard you know if they can't use that right that they're given when they're born in this country then what are we giving into you know, like what 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 does that say about the current state of affairs? If you feel like these people's voices need to be silenced, like your your grandfathers would be ashamed of of you for for not letting them express that right that they fought so hard for. I one hundred percent agree. Um. Well, let's go to a bit of good news. Uh, Slammiversary is coming up in July 18th. Mm -hmm. And uh, Impact Wrestling put out a promo package for it, teasing a bunch of former WWE wrestlers whose contracts all, or whose uh, 90 Day Non-Competes all expire just a few days before Mm-hmm. Anniversary. 
That was an interesting way to do it. Yeah. So one of the, one of the, uh, so, you know, you, you had your former TNA alum, alum that they had video footage for. Mm -hmm. um, you had a Bulgarian flag. Rusev wasn't TNA. Oh. Rusev wasn't TNA. Maybe. <clears throat> Sorry. No, I got it. Don't worry. Don't worry. So. Yeah. Um, Do you think EC3 goes back to Impact? I don't think so. I hope not. I, I think he would do really, really good. And I think he would really, really do good. I th Here's what I would like to see is a Wardlow split with MJF. But then you have MJF and EC3 together. I wasn't even going to say AEW. I was going to say I, guess I could see e EC3 thriving in NWA. Oh, 100%. 100%. And plus, his aunt isn't an impact anymore, so what does it matter? So, do you want to know CM Punk's thoughts on, uh, on the whole Jeff Hardy thing? Yeah, I want to hear about Chick Magnet Punk. It's Chicago Made Punk. Yeah, it's a Cookie Monster Punk, actually. Thank you. Cock Monster Punk. It's, uh, I shouldn't say Cockmaster Puck because he was like not too far from me and kicked my ass at any time. Yeah, yeah, only AJ can call him that. Yeah. Shouldn't say anything negative about CM Punk. He, he lives in my neighborhood. Oh my God. Go so, on. He said, I'm speaking from experience because I worked extensively with Jeff. At that point, was not at a good place mentally and physically. My thing with this story is that somebody's sobriety is very fragile and important. We talk about how Jeff is okay now with it, and he, and he, he greenlit it to me. It is the responsibility to get in front of that, whether it be the company or a writer, and be like, no, we're not doing that. Cleaning up your life and getting sober, we can champion that in too many ways. We don't put him in front of a moving car. No, yeah, that's true. It's really just taking away from all his accomplishments and what we're trying to do because, yeah, you know, this isn't the first time that he's gotten, you know, clean and sober and stuff like that. And you, it's again, it's very obvious if you actually keep up with it how hard it is for him to stay sober. Really, yeah. So it's just it's it it really says a lot of like how much Trump almost it almost says how much the company doesn't trust him. Yeah. And like, oh, well, he's, you know, relapsed before. And so this is just another relapse. Like, it's disgusting. That's why, like I said, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much done with WWE right now. Like, I'm totally okay with not watching them for a bit. That's okay. I mean, the network's free now. Parts of it. I mean, basically, we're getting the Undertaker series free now. Oh, are we? Yeah. Nice. Mostly, I mean, you're basically paying now just for pay-per-views. Yeah, until they introduce the other tiers, too, because they're apparently not still in the plans. Yeah. Um, you have anything else to say, Donald, before we wrap this up? Because... Um, no. Yeah. I'm pretty good. Um Everyone out there, stay safe. Love one another. Take care of each other. Don't, you know, don't take care of your friends, your family, your neighbors. Um, if you live we'll in... Take a, care of them? Yeah. If you live in an area where, you know, there are riots and there are looting and there are arson, arsons going on, just you know, please check up on your, please check up on your elderly neighbors and your elder, elderly family members. I'm gonna go the opposite of Donald and say, do take care of your family members because you said don't. I don't know if you caught yourself saying don't. 
did not catch myself saying that. It's like you didn't catch yourself saying impact. Thank you. Thank you. Take care, you know, take care of your neighbors, your elderly neighbors and check up on them. Um, you know, make sure to check up on your friends with mental health issues. Um, I guarantee you they're not okay right now. No. <laughs> oh, no, we are both not okay. No, we are both not okay right now. Um, so, yeah, be kind. If you are out there making your voice heard, protesting, please don't let the oppressors get their way. Please don't give in to them agitating it so that way they can look like the good guys. Yep. If you're going out protesting, please be aware of your surroundings. Be as vigilant as possible. Take care of yourself. And even if you don't know them, take care of the people around you because they're out doing the same thing that you're doing. Um, if you're out there protesting, I am proud of you. If you are, if you haven't gone out to protest, but you're sharing links and you're donating, I am proud of you. If you are educating yourself, and if you are educating your friends, I am proud of you. If you are a member of the Black community that listens to our podcast, please know that we both have your back. And even to those who don't listen to this podcast, we just believe in equality um, for everybody. Um, please continue wearing your masks. Um, look on... I mean, I don't know if Donald's been posting anything uh, as far as like protesting and stuff like that because I know you've been busy with just watching your house. But um, please, I posted, I have so many um, resources on my Twitter for protesters for when they're protesting, what they should wear, what they should do if they encounter certain things. Um, you know, bail funds, bail bonds, if you need them or if you want to donate to. I did change my handle finally, fucker. Um, I am at pending257 on Twitter. Um, God damn it, that means I gotta go through back to all the episodes and change your Twitter handle. No, that's fine. Um, just I'm on El Don Brujo on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, the whole nine yards. Please just be as careful as you can. If you have some money to spend, Alistair Black has a t-shirt through his Black Craft clothing company uh, that says "Fuck Racism." Um, all of the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds, uh, so actually, well, let me start with, they raised $166,000 from those t-shirt sales alone to the George Floyd Memorial Fund. Mm -hmm. uh, moving forward, 100% of their proceeds for that t-shirt will go to the NAACP. So it is, they're all for good causes. I, they literally just posted that update right now about the shirt. That's incredible that they raised $166,000. That's, yeah, that's incredible. Um, Paige also live streamed on Twitch yesterday. Um, she raised, I think, like $3,000 or I think maybe more. I don't remember. I remember there was a three in there. Um, and I believe Mia Yim was going to do the same thing. So they're protests. So they're uh, streaming uh, on their Twitches, and they are donating those their proceeds to those causes right now. That's um, fantastic. Just however you can, however you feel safest, please let your voice be heard, because they're you're so close to change right now. Um, there's a thing that I saw, and I think this applies to both of us in, in maybe different ways, but it's still the same thing. Um, it still holds water for both of us. Give me one second, sorry, because I totally forgot about this until I said something. Um, some periods of our growth are so confusing that we don't even recognize that that growth is happening. We may feel hostile or angry or weepy or hysterical, or we may feel depressed. It would never occur to us unless we stumbled upon a book or a person who explained, the, explained to us that we are in fact in the process of change. Often the feeling is anything but pleasant. 
But what is most unpleasant is not knowing what is happening. Um, sorry. Uh, these long periods when something inside ourselves seems to be waiting, holding its breath, unsure about what the next step should be, eventually become the periods we wait for, of actually becoming larger spiritually than we were before. Uh, when we grow, we tend to feel it, as a young seed must feel the weight and inertia of the earth as it seeks to break out of its shell on its way to becoming a plant. For it is those periods that we realize that we are being prepared for the next phase of life, and that, in all probability, a new level of the personality is about to be revealed. Alice Walker. Yeah. So, take care, guys. Take care. That was a fucking disaster. We just talked about not throwing in your wrestling catchphrase. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't and help here it. here you are. I couldn't help it. <sighs> I love all of you guys out there. Um, yeah, that's. We'll end on that. Uh, I hope. I hope for inconvenient things for you. <laughs> I hope that burrito place has to push back two more days. My whole life is an inconvenience. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. See you soon.